talking about the things that matter most to you, Catholic Women Now. Welcome to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are delighted you're making us part of our day. And I found out, Chris, recently, I'm Julie Nelson, joined with Chris Magruder, and I found out recently that we have a lot of listenership through the podcast. So I always want to encourage anybody that uh, to pass that on to people that we are available on several platforms via podcast. Yes, I know a lot of my friends have been telling me that they walk on their bikes and they <laughs> or they use their bikes in the in, you know, in their classes and they're listening to us. So I love that. <laughs> I love that, too. I'm hearing more and more from the people, too. And uh, even someone commented last week because I had my raspy voice from laryngitis setting in and <laughs> commented on that. So uh, not that I was pr- uh, happy to hear that, but it was nice to know they're listening. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, just a little introduction to who we are going to be bringing on later in the show on um, our guest today is Lorraine Bennett. She is coming, going to join us to talk about her new book, The Little Way, A Living with Less with St. Therese. And so I'm excited to talk to her about this. Um, you know, Chris, I don't know about you, but this is that time of year where post Christmas and people are wanting to kind of purge and clean and get rid of things. Yeah. And, and you know it when. <laughs> The big box stores are putting storage containers on sale. So, you know, this is kind of a, a a national trend, right? They're trying to pass their stuff on to us so that our stuff can grow, which I think we're being plagued with that this time of year. So it's important, oh. I think, to be talking to Lorraine today. Yes. I think it, it makes a lot of us a little uptight. So, yeah. Well, yeah. let's start with prayer. Okay. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Uh, Chris, I just want to, I just, something came to me. I sent you a Instagram account of Father Michael, and he's from Texas. Remember that one about he is right before Christmas, all the confessions he heard? Oh, yes. He is. Father Michael. Yes. Wasn't that amazing? How many confessions did he hear in one day? Well, okay. Now, I don't want to get confused because I was also listening to another priest talk about how he had heard over 100 after he gave a talk one night until like midnight. So I'm I'm not remembering the number at this point, but several. (laughs) It seems like he was in the confessional at least 10 hours. Um, He did let his parishioners know and they put it out on Instagram. I think he heard over 200 confessions. Wow. Um, he reminds me of St. Bonaventure. He was mm. uh, a saint who, who would be in the confessional all day for hours and hours. So, oh. um, it's just so beautiful to see these younger priests with this holiness and this beautiful love for the church and the sacraments. Yeah. No kidding. And, and uh, speaking of plaguing with declutter, it's decluttering their souls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is a nice segue to our guest today, because I'm thinking about, am I being sinful, hanging on to certain things and coveting things? Our guest today is Lorraine Bennett. She is the author of The Little Way of Living What Less with St. Therese. Lorraine has a master's degree in philosophy and has co-authored six books with her husband, Art. And many of you may be familiar with it, The, the Temperament God Gave You. I know that's helped me personally in my life. And she's also authored one book solo, uh, Year of Grace, 365 Reflections for Caregivers. She's helped create the popular temperamentquiz.com 
The Bennetts reside in Northern Virginia. They have been married for 45 years and have four adult children and eight grandchildren. Mm. Welcome to Catholic Women Now, Lorraine. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. This is a real pleasure to be here. You're a woman of wisdom. It's fun to have you. Well, <laughs> I'd like to think I have some wisdom, but I don't, I'm not sure. I think it's St. Therese who has the wisdom. Yeah. Uh, have, you, have you always had a devotion to St. Therese? Yeah, well, for quite a while, um, I've read a lot of books like uh, on her, but also I read the story of a soul several times. And the thing that struck me was that every single time I read it, I realized that she was much deeper and more profound than I thought the first time, you know, and each time and and finally I'm like, well, this, this is just amazing. (laughs) And uh, yeah. Yeah. I love St. Therese. She's sent me many roses. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) For several years that my, my grandmother introduced me to her and I, I've fallen in love with her. She's, she's beautiful, but it's interesting as we grow older, how many other saints we also grow attached to as well. They all are willing to help us. So, (laughs) I kind of had a similar experience about St. Therese. I thought she was a little saccharine sweet until I read the story of a soul. I knew there had to be something if she was a saint, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and the first one I read was like an old translation. So they kind of emphasized more, I think, that that saccharine aspect. And then I finally read uh, the study edition, which is like a better translation. <laughs> and then yes. I discovered that she's very, very profound. Yeah. Oh. So why is she the patrons, the saint, kind of the patron saint of your book, The Little oh. Way of Living with Less? Yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, yeah, well, so it's like about, uh, five years ago, my husband, you know, he, we, we had raised our kids, you know, for years and years, decades in one of those typical suburban McMansions, right? <laughs> you know, way out, way out in the suburbs, an hour and a half from work each way for both of us. And, uh, and he looked at me finally when the kids were out of the house, gone. He goes, you know, we only live in about 10% of this space. (laughs) You know, we really should think about maybe selling this house, getting rid of all this stuff, accumulated junk over decades, you can imagine. Um, So we started that process and I discovered it was really, really hard. And so we downsized dramatically. We went from 4,000 square feet to (laughs) 1,000 ultimately, but um I turned to St. Therese. I was like, this is so hard. I know there's some virtues here that are involved in this process, you know, virtues like simplicity and detachment and trust and poverty of spirit and so on. All of these virtues, which St. Therese herself practiced to a heroic degree. And who better to turn to when you're talking about all things little (laughs) than St. Therese in the little way? Oh, that's so wow. beautiful. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm excited to talk more about this, um, more in our next segment about the virtues and how she did it and mm-hmm. just that whole detachment thing. Uh, we're list- we're talking with Lorraine Bennett today on her book, The Little Way of Living with Less. You are listening to Catholic Women Now on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online. CTOIowa.org. 
At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. I feel like we're lost in this woods. And why is my boyfriend up in a tree? It doesn't matter. Who could be against choice? Depends on the choice. And what did you do with our compass? What about the rights of my conscience? Does your conscience recognize the right thing to do? Watch. I'm choosing to prune the branch off this tree. But it's the one you're sitting on. Ah! Choice is a means, not an end. Form your conscience to make good choices. You'll be glad you did. Looks like I need to choose a different boyfriend. Ouch. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now. We're visiting with our guest today, Lorraine Bennett, and we are talking to her about her new book, The Little Way of Living with Less. And one of the things that I wanted to ask you, Lorraine, is just your book connects a lot of the ideas of decluttering, and you were saying a lot of the virtues and everything, and simplifying a little way. Tell us kind of the ideas of her, St. Therese's ideas of decluttering, and your ways of decluttering, how they came together and how they simplified for you. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, yeah, she probably didn't exactly speak about decluttering. However, she did, interestingly enough, like um, when she was much younger in the place where she grew up, she had quite a cluttered room, actually. And the thing that um, was fascinating about her is she's she um, she grew up in a beautiful place. Uh, she recognized the beauty uh, around her, both the natural beauty and the beauty of things, material things. And she understood the allure and the attraction. So she wasn't just this always some, uh, you know, very ascetic kind of person. She understood that. And so that's why I turned to her, you know, to, to try to understand detachment. And she talks a lot about detachment and she, um, actually she talks about the false glitter of our earthly possessions, you know, and our earthly possessions seem to have like this hold on us. Actually, I think we, you know, um, it's, it's kind of like Gollum in the Lord of the Rings, you know, we almost start to become possessed by our possessions. Is he the one that says precious about Yeah, my precious. Yeah. And he, (laughs) you know, it's like, it starts to have a hold on you. And it's, it's so true because like, as I saw all this accumulated stuff all around me, it was actually hard to detach from mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it's fascinating because it, even neuroscience has shown that when we have clutter around us, the brain goes into problem solving mode and can even like give rise to anxiety in that kind of fight, flight or fight, uh, you know, response that we have when we have that anxiety. And so, you know, if you think about it, the average home has 300,000 items in it (laughs) and that's a lot of potential anxiety. So getting rid of stuff actually helps us decrease our anxiety, but of course in the process, it's hard. (laughs) That would make sense because I, you know, God is a God of order. And so I I would think that that's, that's a way to help us to develop order in our houses. But I also think of our society is so wealthy and that means there are a lot of us. And we do know that the numbers of people that are dealing with anxiety have risen. So that makes so much sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, and the, the whole, the consumer mentality that we have, you know, we just keep buying more and more. And then the, the storage units say, Oh, we'll take your stuff, your excess stuff, you know, and you clutter, you know, declutter that and get it into a storage unit, but really you're still hanging on to it. You know, I think, um, 
one of the things, it's not so much a just, I don't need this anymore. I, it's not, it's collecting dust and getting rid of it. It's an interior transformation and, uh, and switch. And that's where you bring in the virtues of detachment. And I remember reading recently that purgatory is detachment. And the more we can detach here, hopefully mm-hmm. the less time we will have in purgatory because we're detaching from worldly things and attaching right. to godly things. That's exactly wow. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, well, and I, that's why I like why you have virtues in your book in each chapter, yeah. because virtue is that. Yes. It's not white knuckling. It's that. Yes. Right, to God. Right. That's exactly right. And the thing is, it's so hard. Like it, it's very popular now to, you know, talk about minimalize minimalism or de, you know, downsizing, get living, small living, et cetera. But it's actually really hard to just do those things for those things sake, you know, like just organizing for organizing sake or minimalism from that is not inspiring actually. And that's what I discovered. It's like, I became really stressed out in the whole process of, you know, selling all our stuff and downsizing. And I realized what I needed were higher ideals. And the, the ideals are these virtues. Um, I needed to grow in humility and grow in simplicity and, and ultimately trust. And that's what St. Therese teaches us um, about trust in God, because um, when we find ourselves really attached to whatever it is, material things, or it could be security, or it could be power or prestige. I mean, there's many things that we turn to, to sort of um, help us feel comfortable, you know, or secure in this life. But really what we need is to place our trust in God. And that's the most important thing. And that's what St. Therese always reminds us to do. That comfort, I think that we're talking about is, is the peace of Christ, right? Right. That's what we ultimately want, but we, we look to the wrong things. You know, we looked at like, Oh, I just need to redecorate the house or I just need to um, have this, this one more, you know, this, this, couch or whatever it is. I don't know. (laughs) And I I need to organize. I need to organize. I need to buy more. I need to be organized. organized. It's all in a heap. And that's all I'm doing my part. Yeah. I love the idea of of having virtues attached to it because like you said, just minimalism for minimalism's sake doesn't work. And I've looked at people who are trying to be minimalistic, but it stresses them out trying to do that, to look a certain way. So I I appreciate that. One of the things Julie and I were talking about was poverty of spirit with this. Yes. What is poverty of spirit? Can you explain that? Because I don't think a lot of people understand that. Well, yeah, I think it's one of those things that it takes probably years. One of uh, of the quotes from St. Therese is, she said, the only good thing is to love God with all one's heart and to stay poor in spirit. And she, she totally practiced that. But, um, spiritual writers actually say that poverty of spirit is very difficult to attain. And it's not the sort of thing you say, Oh, okay. I want to be poor in spirit. Um, because what is that really? And usually what happens is you actually have to have these life experiences that really bring you to that, um, understanding. And what it is, is like, you realize that, that, um, that we just are, everything depends on God. We are a hundred percent dependent on God. Our very, every moment of our existence, um, we depend on him. And in that poverty of spirit is really detaching from everything else that will 
keep us from loving God with our whole hearts, our whole souls, our minds and our strength. And um, so it's this ultimate detachment. And we may start out like I started out trying to detach from things like I had this, you know, table that I loved. And I had this Amish farmhouse table and I was, I had to drag it with me and disassemble it. And I still was having trouble getting, getting detached from it. But why was I so attached? Because I wasn't loving God with my whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. I love that. I'd like to talk a little bit more about that after our break. I think that's a very (laughs) uh, fascinating thing to think about. Uh, it makes me wonder if it has to do with past. I know for me, that would have to do with the past. We had a table we didn't want to get rid of, but back to you, Julie. <laughs> well, we're we're visiting with Lorraine Bennett. She's the author of The Little Way of Living with Less with St. Therese. You're listening to Catholic Women Now here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, the Catholic Church is too condemning? It needs to practice more tolerance. G.K. Chesterton says, the other word for tolerance is indifference, and the other word for indifference is apathy. The Catholic Church cannot afford to be apathetic. It cannot afford to be tolerant of evil. It has to be consistent in opposing what is wrong and defending what is right. And the Church especially cannot afford to tolerate social evils that are condoned by the state. Why? because sooner or later, it'll be turned against the church. History has shown this to be true more than once. Chesterton says there have been times in history when the church has been wedded to the world, but it has always been widowed by the world. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm Julie Nelson, joined by Chris Magruder, and we're speaking with Lorraine Bennett about her book, uh, uh, Living with, oh, I don't have it right in front of me. <laughs> the um, Little Way of Living with little with Less. Thank you. That's why it's nice to have a co-host. <laughs> Feel my brain. Um, so, Lorraine, uh, we were talking at the break, and I wanted to bring it up here for our listeners. We have a family home. We have a home, and we live, I identify with you, we live in about 10% of it. We're empty nesters. This past Christmas was the first time we didn't have Christmas at our family home. We were somewhere else. And the kids all said, as long as we, you were in the home we grew up in, we want to have Christmas here. So we went through this whole downsizing. Do we downsize? Do we not downsizing? And we chose not to. So there is that that enters into this a little right. bit. Right. Yeah, that, that is like, that's great. That's wonderful. If your kids can act, you can actually do that. And, um, and so, you know, hang on to it as long as, as, as that, because I think it's, I kind of use the spark joy thing of Marie Kondo with, with, uh, you know, in the discussion of the books. I mean, if there's something you really love, we'll keep it, you know? So like, if your kids all can do that, that's, awesome. Uh, now our kids, you know, it, some of our kids are spread out. So we have, you know, what, uh, one family in Georgia, another one in Dallas now, and two are local, but, um, you know, at some point they can't all come back to your house. And that's, that's sort of the thing. It's like, they start to have, they have their own traditions. They have, they have a growing family. They have little babies. They have to go see the other in, you know, the other in-laws. Yes. It's not all about, you know, your own house, which is lovely. And that's why I couldn't give up. That was part of the, the, the reason I had such a hard time with the, uh, my farmhouse table. I had this, it was 
an imagined future, actually. It's, it's, well, I mean, there was also the past. There was a tradition of many, many wonderful family dinners, but the future is not necessarily going to happen there. They can't all come back. They really can't because we've got eight grandkids. We've got lots of in-laws. You know, they got to go all over the place. And so that's that's part of the, the decision-making process. And, you know, fascinating, you know, topic is also that um, that question of when do you leave the house? And our um, one of our sons and daughter-in-law, they were just able to buy a house from a woman who just turned 80 and she said, I want to sell this house to a family that was like mine. And she had had four kids and our son has four kids. And she, so she was like, I want to sell it to you. She gave him an incredible, an incredible deal. But like, that is, that's beautiful. I thought like how lovely she's passing on a tradition. Um, you know, and they'll always remember her too yeah. in that house. Yes. So, so, she we, so her spirit doesn't die. I get concerned exactly. from, you know, the idea of idolizing things though, mm-hmm. our materials, we don't want to make them idols as well. So I kind of, I go back and forth because do we declutter? Right. Do we keep the traditions? Do we, you know, your house yeah. is fully paid off. Do you want to move just to downside? You know what? So right. you kind of got to weigh right, all right. those things. Yeah, that may not be a prudent thing to do. Obviously, all, all the virtues have to be guided guided by prudence, really. Mm-hmm. And so th- these are like super questions. Yeah, so absolutely. I can kind of relate to when the time is to sell your home. My, when my mom's 87 years old and we just moved her out of the home that I only knew. And it's on an acreage and it has a barn. And we had so many fun times oh. playing in that barn. But I'm so grateful because my mom lived there long enough so my kids could enjoy it. And once mm. my kids got older and she got a little older, it was time. And, and I said, that, I said those words to my mom. It's time for a young family to move in, just like as you yeah. were as a young bride to take care of it. And a, a family did buy it. They bought it because they loved the barn. They're starting a family and it's in good hands. So oh, there is that, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, it was really a comfort. I missed the barn more than the house. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. I totally understand what you're saying. I had to do the same with my parents' home and that was harder for me than selling our home that we raised our kids in. So, yeah. um, and, but it's interesting because we do have to, at the same time, remember the whole time our, as St. Therese said, the world's thy ship and not thy home. You know, and so ultimately we're all on a pilgrimage and we're journeying toward our true home, which is heaven. And it's hard to keep sight of that when we have so many wonderful things in this world, you know, that attract us. Mm-hmm. And but yet we have to keep that in mind at all times. Mm-hmm. I Getting back to your virtues and just the idea of praying as you're going through things, Um is interesting. I mean, during the pandemic, I did a, a lot of purging. I think a lot of people did. We had time, right? We were home with all yeah. that stuff. And I remember coming upon things I hadn't seen in a while. Well, then out of sight, out of mind, right? And I was like, oh, oh, I want this. I want to keep this. And I just remember putting on praise and worship music and praying like, okay, Lord, see, help me to see the non-value in this. And so, you know, right. so I would toss it. But then later on, I'd be like, Oh, I wish I had that. What happened to it? But, <laughs> but you know, it's, there's that piece of knowing that when it was done with prayer and in that moment, it was God guiding. Then, you know, in that moment, when you feel that tug, that, that you have to go back to that piece. This right. is a decision with God, not 
Yeah, that's that's really beautiful. I think that's an excellent way to do it. Prayer, because uh, also in our in the book, I'm um, the little way of living with less. Um, I have in each chapter tips from a designer. I mean, a designer. She well, she is a designer, but um, moreover, she's a professional organizer. (laughs) So each chapter has practical tips. And she, too, has a great devotion to St. Therese. And she also recommends like when you're starting on an organizing or cleaning project or decluttering, you pray through that and you pray, you, you pray for somebody specifically, um, oh, as you know, yeah. yeah, like as you're doing the dishes, um, you can pray for somebody whose name starts with D that's what she suggested. <laughs> so, so like, I love your idea of as you're decluttering, you're praying through that. And asking God to enlighten you, the Holy Spirit to enlighten you. I think it's wonderful. I think one of the things that you have also talked about is being grateful. And I think just, you know, maybe being grateful for the things of the past that we've been blessed with. For example, like what happened around those tables that both you and I had to uh, let go of. Exactly. Well, I, I gave, I ultimately gave our table to our son and daughter-in-law and they actually can use it. That's nice. Yeah. So the tradition continues. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So true. But gratitude is, is so important. It's like, that's the answer, really the antidote to all of our materialism and our consumer, you know, and our anxiety, everything is the more grateful we are, as St. Therese said, the more we draw down God's graces upon us. Yeah. Yeah. And well, we've been, we've been visiting with Lorraine Bennett about her book, the little way of living with less with St. Therese. Um, Lorraine, thank you so much for joining us here on Catholic Women Now. I know your book's available on sophiainstitute.com and also check it out at our local Catholic bookstore, Divine Treasures. Lorraine, thank you so much and just keep up that good work for Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me on. Julie, want to do the closing prayer today? I sure will. Jesus, break off those attachments on my heart. You have shown me these are scrap metal when I saw them as precious metals. I place them in a pile before your throne, O Lord. Set them on fire. Purify my heart into gold that shines for you and with you and in you with your love to everyone I meet today. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Amen. and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is Catholic Women Now broadcasting from the Iowa Catholic Radio Studio. Go do impossible things with God. Today's Catholic Women, on The Voice for Catholic Women Now, Iowa Catholic Radio. Do impossible things you do.